0: Autobots, transform! <laughs> Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. Disco, disco duck. Oh, nice. And today
1: it is episode seven of season three of Transformers Prime Beast Hunters. It is plus one. This episode was directed by Todd Waterman. It was written by Greg Wiseman. And the last time on Transformers Prime, Ultra Magnus led a mission to Scotland with Wheeljack, Bulkhead, and Miko. And Starscream had some moments with Predaking. But who has time for that? Miko got herself some Apex Armor. And in this episode, Wheeljack comes back to Optimus HQ.
0: Yeah, he comes back in from Scotland, and RC's like, all right, well, why are you alone? What happened? And he says, oh, they're probably taking the long way home on Ultra Magnus' boat.
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Meekel's there, too. Yeah. Uh, And Fowler uh, comes out and uh, says, hey, I found a hotspot in New Mexico. So RC says, okay, I'll bridge there, and Wheeljack doesn't want to go.
0: Yeah, he's not up for it today, but uh, Ratchet says, all right, come on, man, I can't leave this complex equation to venture out of my comfort zone. So, Wheeljack's like, all right, fine, I'll go. And they they bridge right into the middle of a circle of vehicles, like almost like they were expecting them.
1: Yeah. It was, there was a a line where Wheeljack says, "Uh, you know, something you should know about me, uh, RC. I don't work well with others. And then, boom, there they are. And we have a commercial break. And when we come back, they have a little line about vehicles being easily distracted. So, RC jumps on Wheeljack's hand and he heaves her into the air, and they all look up. It's like, ooh, uh, yeah, instead of shooting at her, they just look at her, and then he starts blasting at them,
0: and then she starts blasting back down at them, and then just they both start letting them have
1: it the old-fashioned way. They kick a whole lot of ass. And when it all is said and done, um, she says something like, I guess, are you, what does she say? Oh, you sure you w- don't work well with others? And he says, are you sure you're not a wrecker? <laughs> yeah. So uh, then we go back to Fowler doing
0: some paperwork. Yeah, he's in his office, and then June pulls up outside, and it looks like she parks the car on the grass. Does. Yeah, there's Yeah, there's no road. <laughs> and he sees the it's her and he's like, ooh, he starts fixing his tie and everything. And she comes inside, and... Jack is playing Galaxian or whatever game this is. It's and like, pole position. It's it's pole position in space. And he's like, oh, hey, mom. And uh, Fowler walks out and uh, it's like, oh, Miss Darby. to What do we owe this visit or whoever
1: he says it? But yeah, just- and she thanks him for the medical supplies that apparently Jack still hasn't delivered. So now for some reason, the military is just relying on Jack yes. to deliver uh, medical supplies to the hospital. Seems like a flawed system.
0: Yeah, you think they could uh, make that a little more efficient, but he's like, oh, please uh, call me, because she calls him Agent Fowler, and she's like, oh,
1: please call me William. Which Jack picks up on, and uh, and can I just say, this episode completely validates me. This oh, is, yeah. I think, as close as we, we're going to get to them fucking, but they're totally fucking. <laughs> um, so then Ralph says, hey, everybody, check this out, and he found evidence of a Predacon fossil like a talon that has been in storage at the local museum forever. Yeah, since 1922. And apparently they didn't know what it was, so they just kept it in storage.
0: And uh, Raph points out, well, it's too bad we're out of beast hunters. And then you see Ratch going, ah, I'll go. I didn't pick an emergency vehicle mode just for the yucks.
1: <laughs> and Fowler kind of puffs his chest up and he says, why don't I take it? And uh, June says, well, why don't we just wait for Optimus? Which, let's be honest, is the smart thing to do.
0: Did you notice here, it kind of seems like the the acting isn't really lining up. It's Almost like they recorded these in different days, or I don't know. It just seems really clunky the the dialogue here. But uh, he reminds her, like, "Look, lady, I'm I was in army range for thirty years before Optimus Prime showed up, and uh, hey, you should come with me."
1: Yeah, he refers to it as a milk run, and uh, when as soon as he offers that, Jack's like, "No, it's way too dangerous," and <laughs> yes. she gets pissed.
0: She's like, "What? Because it's not safe." It's like I let you run around with these clowns and let you go to friggin
1: Cybertron, and I can't even go on a yeah. milk run <laughs> so she says let's go agent fowler and the two of them walk off and then we go to megatron and Predaking. king i don't know exactly what this was i'm sure it was in the last but it's it's a fossil he gives yeah, it's like a little eyeball
0: thing or something yeah. yeah megatron's like oh who's a good boy who's a good boy with Predaking. king
1: that wasn't the eyeball that triggered the flashback was it I think it is, yeah. Oh, is it? Okay, it's the same one. All right, anyway. Um but yeah, he uh, they're on the flight deck of the Nemesis and Knockout uh, arrives to inform Megatron that that Soundwave has or Sho- Shockwave has picked up another Predacon energy signature. A weak one, but a steady one.
0: Yep, it's there. And Megatron's like, "Well, off you go and don't come back empty-handed." And Knockout's like, "Moi, I don't know the meaning of the word. It, it, it means me in French, Knockout." But <laughs> <"Empty-handed." And Star laughs> screams like
1: Isn't empty-handed two words? Yeah, they have, these two are like the odd couple. They are just so good at bickering, but they start on at each other, just basically poking at each other. And Megatron just yells at them, shut the fuck up, knockout! go get my fossil. And Starscream, you uh, start taking care of the Predacon. Yeah, because that worked so well last time. And he's
0: trying to get the stupid thing back in its kennel again, which he's always trying to do And it gets mad at him and smashes this satellite dish behind him with his tail trying to hit
1: Starscream. And then we go down to the some caverns that uh, Wheeljack and R.C. are walking through, and mm. she basically says, hey, what, what's the deal? What's going on? She, she calls bullshit on his whole lone wolf approach because she reminds him, you bridged back to base, but you're being really pissy about Bulkhead and Miko and them. What's going on? Yeah, because if
0: you wanted to leave, you would have done it. And uh, do you want to chit-chat about what happened in Scotland? And meanwhile, uh, June and Agent Fowler are leaving the museum of We Can't Pick a Theme. At least <laughs> I'm sure that's the exact same set, if that's the right word for it in a cartoon, but uh, that they use back in Deus Ex Machina.
1: Oh, it's the and exact uh, same apparently
0: right. the caretaker put up a fuss about letting Fowler have the thing.
1: And as Fowler goes on, we find out that he basically just talked, like, through rank. He outranked the guy at the museum and picked up the fossil and walked out the front door
0: yeah and she says, oh i was impressed with how you handle him and uh then he's like well that puts you one step ahead of my ex and i'm like what that's kind of a backhanded compliment
1: isn't it it's like but this brings up the con the talk of ex has how long he's been divorced uh which brings up mr darby and she's says you know it's a saga i'm sure a familiar one but i noticed she didn't say divorced or separated so no. uh Maybe they're just on the It doesn't matter. Um, I'm sure they just didn't want to say the word divorce. But uh, then Knockout pulls up in front of them and shoots them. Yeah, well, he hits them with that Men in Black thing that he used on Vince that
0: time. And uh, when they come to, they're in the trunk and he closes the lid and drives off commercial break and when we come back we're with knockout and he's racing along the roads the highways i guess yep and he radios in that he got the towel on and uh, two of the autobots pets that he can hold for ransom or we could do science experiments on them or get them to cut the grass fold the laundry tons of uses for these things then he calls megatron this big m yeah. and there's no response and knockout's
1: like oh too, too familiar hello Hello. <laughs> so back on the Nemesis, Starscream is complaining about Predaking, or sorry, that they don't know. He's, uh, yeah, Predacon um, destroying the dish, and he's got two Viacons haphazardly, slapdashedly yes. putting this thing together.
0: It's like when the that Una kid or whatever was building the thing for the Predacons, and yeah, exactly. Wars. But yeah, he can't believe he wants Megatron wants more of this stupid Predacon. Like this one's bad enough. Why does he want more? And he wants this thing fixed before Megatron notices, and they finish, and he reboots the thing. Thing. and uh and it shows him key in this little code to do that but uh, then it just starts barking like crazy and then he literally boots he
1: just kicks the thing and the predacon just keeps watching him but back with jack he's worried his mom and fowler aren't back yet and he, there's a little bit where he's uh, maybe they stop for dinner and says isn't that what adults do when they date and he's like no it's what they do when they're hungry <laughs> shut the fuck up and yes. he gets angry and his phone rings
0: yeah, and it's Miko, and she calls him Jack Rabbit, and uh, she's coming back with something way cooler than those sodas you guys are probably still waiting for, and it shows the Apex armor. So, like, are they just letting her keep that from now on? I hope so. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh,
1: but he tells her, look, or she asks about Wheeljack. He says he's he's out on a mission with R.C., and she gets at first angry he ditched Bulkhead that fast, yeah. but then she seems happy that R.C. and Wheeljack are partners now.
0: Yeah, he found a new partner she's already. She's all over the place. Yeah. And then she's like, ah, She's probably on an adrenaline high. Yeah, she wondered how long it would take for their two lone wolves to hook up. Like, oh. Yeah, And meanwhile, back with the Defranes, June is like, <laughs> I told you we should have waited for Optimus. And she's like, here we fucking go. Oh, yeah. They
1: start <laughs> arguing and Knockout interrupts them. And he's like, hey, how long have you two been dating? Because you sound like an old married couple. <laughs> yes. And right away, they're like, we are not dating. Yeah. And then Knockout, he's like, he finds the entire idea of fleshies interfacing. <laughs> <like, "Ugh."> yeah. <laughs> so then, okay, now Whis- Fowler and June start whispering to each other, but I'm sure Knockout could have heard them. Either way, he would think. Fowler asks June if she has any kind of weapon on her, and she has pepper spray. Yeah. So, like, he's a federal
0: agent, and he doesn't have a sidearm of any kind when he's on duty, like a know, thing in a shoulder holster. Anyway. Back in New Mexico, Wheeljack and RC are digging away with drills they have now for some reason, and he's telling her he doesn't care about Magnus and his highfalutin bullshit. That's, you know, not why I left. And then uh, she's like, well, then it must be Bulkhead then.
1: Which it is. He's pissed that Bulkhead went soft as he sees it. And she she kind of, with the wisdom that RC has, she explains, look, times change, people change. You can always remember the wreckers for the way they were, but you have to adapt or you'll turn to rust.
0: Yeah, and don't push Bulkhead away because... Believe me, I know what it's like to lose someone. Yeah,
1: exactly. So we go then back to uh, Knockout, who's driving along, calling for help, still getting no message, and Fowler bursts out of the back seat.
0: Yeah. And- just, he grabs the steering wheel and he swerves Knockout around a corner and he manages to get himself in the driver's seat and he hits the brake pedal and Knockout stops and June runs for it with this crate the fossils in and then Fowler gets out and starts running but Knockout transforms in with two steps, catches up to yeah. him and picks him.
1: That up. was great. I always love it when they have the Transformers. It looks like a scene out of the Iron Giant just easily catching up to the humans. But uh, the ma- that not mace pepper spray works. Fowler sprays it right in Knockout's eyes and Knockout drops him. Yeah, and
0: now I guess it, just makes his vision blurry. I, I doubt, you know, capsaicin would actually hurt. The robot,
1: but. I uh, would anyway. have loved to see little, like, his close-up and little windshield wipers clean his eyeballs. Yes. That would have been cool. <laughs> or if he had to just use Fowler to wipe his eyes off. Toss him. But he's uh,
0: like, okay, we're going to play that human game, are we? Uh, let me teach you the Decepticon version. It's called Hide and Go Shriek.
1: Yeah, he basically stalks them around the rail cars, and there's, unfortunately, there's no real blocking here. There's no master shot to show you where everybody is, so yeah, what we get is a series of shots of Fowler running this way along train cars, and then knock-up walking that way and june running this way and it's like
0: scooby-doo when they're running away from the monster except like they're not coming out of like the top drawer of the filing cabinet and then jump out of the bottom one it's not stupid like that but it's really random
1: yeah it's random it's hard to follow like i said no blocking but what we do get out of that is that uh fowler basically walks out in front of knockout uh through an open box car and knockout grabs him and then calls to june and says if you don't come out with the fossil, I'm going to kill this guy.
0: Yep, and it just shows her hiding with the crate and commercial break.
1: And sh- can I say she looks legitimately scared? Oh, as you would be. Anyway, when we come back, uh, Jack can't still can't get a hold of his mom or Fowler.
0: Yep, and Raff says uh, maybe they went to a movie because. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like you said before, if Raff had a third beat on this one, you guaranteed to be like, maybe they
1: fucking, <laughs> maybe they <laughs> fucking. <laughs> so, um, Arcee and Wheeljack exit the mine. They've kind of had their their. I don't know healing moment, and uh, there. Oh, and Wheeljack's g- dragging a big spine fossil. RC has a little line about him growing a spine.
0: Yeah, because Wheeljack admits walking out on Bulkhead was kind of spineless nerds. He's like, well, you got plenty
1: of backbone now. And it just shows this thing that he's dragging behind him. And then Jack calls and says, hey, I'm worried about my mom and Fowler because he is now standing in the parking lot of the museum holding his mom's phone.
0: Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention that. that she drops that when Knockout first drives away. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm guessing Rath must have just bridged him there. It's the only way he could have got there. And uh, yeah, he sees Knockout's wheel tracks. And uh, speaking of seeing tracks, Knockout is going to give her the count of 2.3 to come out in the train yard or else the boyfriend gets it
1: yeah and uh, a train moves away or drives off which uh, i guess there has to be an engineer on that train yeah I has so to have thinking. seen knockout and was either terrified maybe that's or, why he's leaving <laughs> yeah but very calmly anyway um it uh, this train moves away and Ju- uh, june is standing there with the crate she's like first off not my boyfriend <laughs> yes
0: And she throws down this crate and it's empty So Knockout grabs her and he's like, all right, where is the damn thing? And she's like, it's on a train car. Let us go and I'll tell you which one. And Knockout just kind of looks over the yard and there's dozens of these train cars. But he figures out pretty quickly it must be on the train that's moving. That's where she was just hiding, right?
1: Yeah, I I was kind of hoping that June would have had some genius plan, but that's literally she did the most obvious thing possible. Which, fair enough, she doesn't deal with Transformers or Decepticons a lot, but it was still pretty dumb. Either way, Megatron is pissed about the satellite dish. Back on the Nemesis, Megatron finally finds out about the satellite dish. He's like, it's been down for how
0: long? And Starscream's like, no, no, it's fine.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he finds out as Soundwave is finishing its repair. But he does. He turns it on and Knockout calls in
0: he finally gets through and Megatron asks okay do you have the Predacon bone and Nako tells him it's in my sights but uh, there's also two Autobots behind me
1: yeah so then four Insecticons bridge in behind them and this was pretty good I mean RC and Wheeljack both kicks a fair bit of ass we saw it at the beginning of this episode but uh, this was a great move from Wheeljack Wheeljack transforms and jumps up in the air uh, and with his sword stabs the two rear um, Insecticons lands back down Transforms and keeps driving. Yep. Yeah. Done. And then R.C. does something similar.
0: She transforms and kind of spins around, blasts one of them, and it slams into this metal frame thing. I don't know what you would call it. Over the train tracks and explodes.
1: And then she hits the ground and transforms back. This is all like, these are great moves. Mm. Then Knockout figures, he's driving by the train, he figures it must be in one of these cars. Uh, the open coal car that she wouldn't have had to open to put anything in. Yeah, so- she just throw it. And I say coal. I think it was full of coal. Uh, I come from a coal mine in town, so that's probably just where my brain went. But um, then one of the Insecticons swoops in and slams into Arcee. Yep. She wipes
0: out and transforms. And Wheeljack just zooms right past her. And she's like, get to Fowler in June. And then she blasts the Insecticon. And I had to look up what the hell this thing was. But it's the gun that she took from Ultra Magnus' gun cabin at that time. And just, boom, it's
1: dead. Then in a very cool shot, Knockout jumps. He ramps off like the, the you know, uh, like elevated bank, edge the, of the rail.
0: Yeah, because the train tracks are kind of up on a bank from them.
1: Exactly. So he jumps off this embankment and then hits the air and he's like, see ya! And he transforms in the air, which opens the back end of the car and June and Fowler just fall out. Mm, Great but, shot, like on their faces.
0: And Wheeljack sees this. He transforms, catches them, and then transforms back to get them inside him.
1: Yeah. So Nako gets his fossil. He jumps off uh, hits the ground, transforms, keeps driving, and calls in for a ground bridge. Yep. And he finally gets his bridge. He goes through. Arcee stops
0: just before she gets to it, though. Like, unlike every other time she had the chance to go through, usually it's like right in after them. So I guess she learned her lesson, but...
1: Either way, uh, Wheeljack pulls up, and she looks inside. He's still in car mode. She looks inside and is like, where are they? And he opens up his trunk, and they're crushed in the trunk of this basically Lamborghini. Well,
0: I was thinking, isn't that where the engine would be in that kind of car? Like, aren't most super high-end Italian sports cars the engines in the back? Anyway, they bridge home, Jack hugs his mom, and uh, now June calls Agent Fowler Bill.
1: Yeah, they walk off together, and this is when they go to (laughs) fuck. But there's a then there's a, a bit where Miko comes over and starts teasing Jack on how Wheeljack and RC are they're hooking up too and she's like everybody's yep. ditching you asshole. Jack's been jacked by another Jack and yeah
0: and uh, then it shows Wheeljack and Bulkhead fist bump in the background and Miko puts her elbow on his shoulder and Jack's looking at Wheeljack and Bulkhead in the background. And he's like uh, I guess bromance Trump's romance and then Miko's like looks at him and she's like glad to be your bro bro. So like. <sighs> Something building here. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that was a subtle hint at a romance building down the road, or if it was establishing, you know, what they're just really good friends. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But it was a good line. Uh then we go back to Megatron. He's very happy with Knockout's performance, but he is pissed off at Starscream and uh Starscream bitches and whines about how Predaking is such a horrible Predacon. is such a horrible animal and it's ruthless and it's, it's stupid. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and as he's saying that, it's punching into the uh Nemesis computer and it's learning some stuff about itself. Well, it's using the code that
0: Starscream used before. Oh! Well, it's back to the museum but we can't pick a theme again, is it? Because this sure looks like the same place they discovered the Energon Harvester in in Deus Ex Machina in season one. And remember how in that one they had to send the kids to get it because they couldn't risk the Autobots being seen? Well, then what in the hell was Ratchet going to do if they let him go after the thing? Put on a fake mustache like Brain from Inspector Gadget and hope for the best? Like at the very least he could have gone with Agent Fowler and June to get the thing, might have sped things up, because they mentioned that the curator didn't want to let them have the thing. This thing that's been in storage for 90 years, that they haven't got a clue what it is, but yet it's on the website, click. Why the hesitation, though? Is he like that guy in every show they ever made that keeps unloading a truck while impatiently giving vague answers to federal agents? Like, did Fowler tell him something ridiculous, like it's Fred Flintstone's steak knife, and now the guy wants to keep it because it might be worth something? These guys should know by now that when they pick up a signal that it's almost always a race against time to get there before the Decepticons. You don't appear out of nowhere with a nursing uniform at a museum in the middle of the night and expect the staff to have no questions whatsoever about what's going on, and then loiter in the parking lot afterwards. You call ahead, you get the cops or the Army to show up with you. You go inside, you flash your badge, tell the guy it's a matter of national security, you grab the thing.
1: Well, here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Knit pickers podcast show. The next episode Paul and I are going to review is Thirst. If you want to send someone Thirst tweets, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at P McPherson one And make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at TransformersKnitpickers.podbean.com and until the next episode, keep on Transforming. See you later. If you wanted to leave, you would have done it.